Good morning, Hippionians. This is Hippie Mama. Today is Thursday, July the 8th, and I decided to read some poetry. The interesting thing is that I have strayed away from my normal poetryoutloud.org, and I went to a website called Becoming Unbusy. Dot com becoming unbusy.com and this kind of ties into the last two days of our conversation on anxiety and so hopefully the poetry read today will be relaxing um, it'll just help you to enjoy the moment that you're in um, celebrate the person that you love and maybe it will even be inspirational to you in some way but it's a short poem, and this is by Brooke Hampton. Um, so it is entitled Barefoot Five. I'm busy, but not in the way most people accept. I'm busy calming my fear and finding my courage. I'm busy listening to my kids. I'm busy getting in touch with what is real. I'm busy growing things and connecting with the natural world. I'm busy questioning my answers. I'm busy being present in my life. How beautifully put in such a short passage and it just kind of encompasses everything literally everything that we are rushing around to do yes we're busy but these are busy important things right these are things that we do because it does help someone it helps our child or children it helps our spouse our parent Um, it helps so being busy about the things that are important is all that matters The things that aren't important, the things where, you know, maybe you, you know, had a really rough day, let it go. Don't be busy about worrying about that or the person or people that you cross paths with um, that may have, you know, made you feel horrible, even more so horrible than you were already feeling when you got up, if that is the case. Just be busy, but for the important things and thinking about the important things. So this next poem is a poem of encouragement and it says, your beliefs, your attitudes, your thoughts, your perspective, how honest you are, who your friends are, what books you read, how often you exercise, the type of food you eat, how many risks you take, how you interpret the situation, how kind you are to others, how kind you are to yourself, how often you say I love you, how often you say thank you, how you express your feelings, whether or not you ask for help, how often you practice gratitude, how many times you smile today, the amount of effort you put forth, how you spend, invest your money, how much time you spend worrying, how often you think about your past, 
whether or not you judge other people, whether or not you try again after a setback, how much you appreciate the things you have. And this is by Caleb L.P. Gunner. 26 things that are completely under your control. How about that? All of those things are completely under our control. And when I was reading the part about how many times we say thank you, so the place where I go and volunteer at, sometimes you are uh, put in a leadership role, sometimes you're put in um, a, a subservient role. And I don't care whichever role I play that day, my main focus is to do a great job, to um, be kind and encouraging to the people that are also volunteering and or working there and to really give my best because I know that when I give my best it also whether it's ever said or not it helps other people to give their best if I go in in a crappy mood and you know I am like oh I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that um, you know it really sets the tone for the day and I'm a believer that we all play different roles at different times for whatever the occasion calls for so one thing that I always do no matter which position that I am playing during that day that I volunteer is that I'm always telling people thank you for helping thank you for helping me thank you for what you've done um, because it's so important to let people know that you appreciate what they've done. They don't have to be there. Uh, and the ones that do have to be there, you know, they could choose to have a really bad attitude and it could affect the whole flow, workflow for the day. But everybody gives 100% and I love it. And I think that's why I've been volunteering where I volunteer at for over a year now because it is just such a great feeling to go into some place and know that you appreciate it for what you do. So whether you are a uh, manager or business owner, whatever, or you are the employee, always remember to tell people thank you when they help you, when they do something, um, because it really does change the atmosphere and the environment. and. Um, you know, sometimes it really could make someone's day more than what we realize. Um, this next poem, um, the author, or not the author, but the person who wrote the article says, sometimes short poems or simple poems still hold the most space in our hearts. And so this one is, and then I realized that to be more alive, I had to be less afraid. So I did it. I lost my fear and gained my whole life. Now this is by someone that's unknown and I can tell you already that this speaks volume to me uh, because of someone who lived in fear for a long, long time. Uh, this could not be further from the truth. In order to be more alive, I had to be less afraid. The only way we're going to live is we have to stop being afraid to live. And I love this because it is a super short poem, but it speaks of volumes. And whoever wrote it, 
recognized for it, but they wanted us to recognize the truth. And the truth is, live your life unafraid, unfearful, and live, just live, do the things that you've wanted to do without thought of what anybody has to say or what anyone thinks about you. I did notice that on the second part of that poem, there is someone that was named Rudy Francisco. So in case Rudy Francisco wrote this, I do want to make sure that credit is given. But the first part of that poem, it it said author unknown. And then the fourth, it says, sometimes poems about life make you stop in your tracks and think, yes. Let's see if this holds true. To live content with small means, to seek elegance rather than luxury, and refinement rather than fashion, to be worthy, not respectable and wealthy, not rich, to study hard, think quietly, talk gently, act frankly, to listen to stars and birds, to babes and sages, with open heart, to bear all cheerfully, to all bravely await occasions, hurry never. In a word, to let the spiritual unbiden and unconsciousness grow up through the common. This is to be my symphony, William Henry Channing. And I had paused earlier because when I read those first two lines, to live content with small means, to seek elegance rather than luxury and refinement rather than fashion. Ah, you know, guys, sometimes we get stuck in this reality or so-called reality, and we get stuck with the belief that in order to have success, we have to be multimillionaires. And sure, I'm not knocking, you know, I would love to be a multimillionaire, but at the moment, I'm not. Where I'm at, I am happy. I may not have all the riches in the world. I may not have all the luxuries, but I'm happy. So if I don't wake up tomorrow, and when I sleep tonight, it's the last time that I see this world, I'm happy. I'm content of what I have and what I had and what God had given, has given to me. And I'm happy, and that's how we should all be. Sure, it's okay to strive for more. You know, that's the world that we live in. But if you're happy where you're at, and you are able to support yourself, or you are able to wake up with joy in your heart, wherever you wake up at, that is what is wealth. That's what is considered richness that is what's considered success but if you're not happy where you're at and you want more then that's your desire that's your your wishes and you know you keep working until you achieve what it is that you want but don't don't um, put your value on a dollar amount put your happiness in the things that bring you the most joy, your children, your fur babies, your partner, your parents, Um, you know, the things that really mean the most, the things that are the richest in the world that you could never 
put a dollar amount on. That's where true wealth and, rich, and richness comes from. But I love that poem that he wrote. It's very beautiful. And then this is an inspirational poem. It says, go into this week with the attitude that your peace, your health of mind, and your heart mean more than getting everything else done. That your smile matters. That feeling rested matters. That holding the hand of your loved one matters. So pause lots. Function at peace. That doesn't pull you apart. Honor the things that make you feel good inside. The things that make you feel alive. Give time to those things this week and next week. That was my piece at it. <laughs> Make time the gift it is by giving it to what really matters to you. And that was by S.C. Laurie of Butterflies and Pebbles. Guys, I'm telling you, these poems are speaking to my soul today. Um, and especially so because of our two-part anxiety message that we had on Tuesday and Wednesday. This is such a great follow-up. Uh, and I will be sure to put this website into the description box. Um, I think that it really just kind of lays that finishing touch on, on just not letting things get to you. Don't let people, things, situations, financial, um, work, nothing. Don't let it rob your joy. Don't let it steal the time that you have. Because we are all given a certain amount of time here and nobody's guaranteed to be here for another 50 years, okay? Nobody's guaranteed to even wake up tomorrow, but, and I don't mean to say that sound morbid or anything like that, because I'm not, and uh, I, just, I just think that we have to value the time that we have here. And if we use all of our time up being upset or being angry at someone or something or frustrated because yes, bills are gonna keep coming, right? That's not going to change the situation. That's not going to pay off your mortgage. That's not going to pay off the hospital bill by being angry. I just want everybody to learn to let it go. It's not worth it. It's not worth your sanity. It's not worth your happiness. Learn to let it go and just breathe. So I'm going to read this last one because I'm sure I've been rambling and, but I really, really love these poems. So definitely, you know, go back and check them out and see. But the last one that I'm going to read, the um, blogger wrote, they said, when I think about deep inspirational messages or what I consider to be honest poems about life struggles, I always think of this, of the lovely author, Krista O'Reilly, Dava Dagui. And it says, fear is loud and bossy. She can be vicious at times. And the worst of it is that she often mingles truth with fiction. But you must learn to challenge the stories she feeds you. You get to be the boss of your thoughts. You can learn to question whether or not everything she tells you is truth, whole truth, and nothing but the truth. 
since you have done the work to deepen self-awareness and self-compassion, when she throws all your past failings in your face, you won't crumble because you already know you are imperfect and you are beautiful and resilient and worthy of building a thoughtfully crafted life. On that note, my friends, I'm going to end. God bless you. Have a great day today and a wonderful rest this evening. I'll be back on Friday with a shorter commentary. Won't take up much of your time because I've spent a lot of time talking this week. (laughs) But I love you guys. God bless you all. May heaven continue to shine upon you. May God's grace always be with you and your families and your fur babies. And until we talk tomorrow, take care and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.